Oh, yeah, her favorite finger. I mean, because, yeah, in terms of development, like one of the milestones is using the pincer, pincer. grasp. But this girl, instead of she using this, she goes first first finger and middle finger. Oh, yeah. And that middle finger is always the one poking yeah. at the ketchup. She loves sauces, so she likes to dip her middle finger and then flick yeah. you off while she's enjoying Yeah, and the she's sauce. just sucking on that one. And so <sighs> it is hilarious. It's very cute. Hi, I'm Emmy. And two, welcome to Grace, Giggles, and Growing Pains by Mommy and May Daddy, Jen and Brandon Rogers. All right, welcome back to the podcast, everyone. It's been a long time. Too long. I don't even want to, I'm not even going to look back and see how long it's been. It's been a crazy month, Yeah. at least. Yeah. We, if you for those of you that aren't watching the video, we are in a new place. Mm-hmm. We just moved into a new home. It's been a week and a half or so since we've officially moved in. Mm-hmm. We're still very much settling in. Mm-hmm. But I think we're functionally settled. Functionally settled. The first floor, mostly besides that corner with yeah. all the Amazon boxes that have been broken down. Yeah. The rest of the house on the first floor looks great. It does. Yeah. And we're just so happy because we were living in an apartment before, which... We've mentioned this in the previous podcast, but we do keep moving up in some way or another. <laughs> yeah. Right. So we're grateful because we were in Maui where before that we were in Korea, pretty tight living just in general because it, it's it's a highly, de- very densely populated place because mm-hmm. we were in the heart of Seoul. Then we moved to Maui where it's still a small island and things are expensive there. So we were living in like 500 square foot apartments and then we moved into like a 1400 square foot apartment when we had Emmy. So that was a big upgrade. That's right. We had two bathrooms and three bedrooms. Yeah, that's right. Which was huge from our one bedroom, Ohana, the mother-in-law suite we were living in. Uh Uh-huh. And then after we left Maui, we were in New York for six months and we were, (laughs) that was the the, the real uh, level set, right? Where we were living with your parents for, man. Four months. Four months. Mm -hmm. In their one bedroom. Yeah. One bedroom. It must have been 400 square feet, 500. Maybe no, no bigger than bigger that. than four hundred. Yeah. Maybe like five six hundred square feet. Yeah, one bedroom. The five of us. Mm-hmm. We took over their mess. Well, six because Izzy was in my belly. That's right, that's right. Izzy never got to live there, but yeah. You, yeah, she was still taking up space. So yeah, we were there for four months. And then after that, we were two months in an Airbnb. Yeah, that on paper looked like it would be a lot bigger. Oh, but that place must have been like three two hundred fifty three hundred square feet. It was. It was not 300. You think it was 300? It was tight. It wasn't bigger than our Maui Ohana. Okay. okay. And Maui Ohana was like 400, 450 maybe. Okay. So somewhere between three and 400, I yeah, would like guess. Yeah, like Brandon would sit on the toilet and his knees would be touching the wall. Like, just to give you some perspective. Yeah, I, I lived that and I still have a hard time picturing that because the description of it is so ridiculous. Yeah. Right. And the, the bathtub was like a mini bathtub. And it wasn't supposed to be an apartment. It was yeah. like a family unit and I feel like they broke it up. Mm. into several airbnbs sure yeah so there was no living room area yeah it was two bedrooms and then a kitchen yeah (laughs) yeah exactly and a one-third bath that was intense oh my gosh yeah so that was our history of where we lived and so when we came to austin it was 1500 square feet our first home yeah yeah our first home and it just it felt like a mansion like i remember when we first arrived yeah there was no furniture in the house and emmy was running up and down the hallway and oh. we could have cried because it felt so spacious yes it was beautiful mm-hmm. and and we loved it but it's so funny how i what is this what do they call that the hedonic adaptation is probably partly at play <laughs> but 
where, where like you, you know no names for stuff yeah well it's the idea is that once you get a new level of something you just get adjusted to yeah. it so your yeah. your new level of normal changes and mm-hmm. it generally shifts up or down I but i think generally hedonic adaptation is more like things get better but once you're, you're happy and then you come back down to baseline normal so i think there was part of that at play but i think uh, another big part of it was just they're getting bigger mm-hmm. so fast mm-hmm. it's just really heartbreaking almost to see these old videos of izzy and emmy even just a year ago right you were the other day i don't know if you were crying about it but you were just watching videos of little emmy mm. brushing izzy's hair right after she got out of the hospital and she was so feeble and couldn't really move mm-hmm. and she was just laying there i mean and just how much of a baby emmy was too even yeah. though she's she'd always seemed advanced for her age it was like wow we had two little babies at the same time mm-hmm. mm. but yeah now they're i mean izzy too i mean she crawls she's a speed demon when it comes to crawling so fast yeah and then emmy's just starting to get all knobby knees and like just already even as a three-year-old getting all lanky almost like an adolescent and it's kind of making me sad mm. right and she's giving us so much attitude yeah all the so time much attitude. what was the thing she did the other day when you were telling her to go to the bathroom she's like i'm going <laughs> like in that tone yeah uh, even though she knows she takes a million years to oh, do Oh, and everything. now when she doesn't hear something that I say, she'll yeah. be like, what? And I'm like, no, Emmy, we don't say what anymore. So I'm teaching her to say, pardon? Yeah. Pardon? Yeah. So now she says, Martin? Martin? <laughs> <laughs> Martin. Oh, yeah, but to bring that story to a close, we're now in a, like a 2,500 square foot home. That actually feels like a mansion. That actually feels like a mansion. <laughs> it really does. Like when I'm upstairs, I have to have my phone on me. Otherwise... Yeah. I wouldn't hear you calling for me. Yeah. There's so many little places you can go to. Yeah. Everything four feels. bedrooms, three baths. Three, ba- three full baths. I have, for the first time in my life, yeah. like adult life, I have a garage. That's I never, right. You've never had a garage either, right? I have, but As it a, was more for storage. Oh, but it was like you were living with your parents, right? Yeah. Actually, no, when we did have a garage, it was my parents' place. I wasn't living there anymore. Mm. So I was familiar with the garage. And then, that's true. yeah, that's true. I think I had a shed at some point when I was little Hmm. and we had a driveway, but not like a proper garage. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's crazy. It feels like free storage in there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because before I would always be looking into storage places and whatnot, but I think that's, that helps to inform the episode of what we want to do because we're kind of starting back up again. I mean, again. to those of you that are watching this, <laughs> I just can't believe how much I love you and why that you're still here. Yeah, why you'd even watch it. Yeah, because I feel like we're just hot mess. We're so inconsistent. Figuring out. Yeah. I feel like we're constantly in tra- transition. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and then I think that's the thing. Ever since we decided to quit the cush secure job thing and to try to make it on our own, it has just been nonstop chaos. Mm-hmm. And that was the point, actually. I think the big story that got us to leave was the story of Peter and when he stepped out onto the water in the middle of a storm mm-hmm. to go to go walk towards Jesus. I mean, I think that's that really does epitomize our life for the past, was it seven years? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, has it been seven years? Yeah, it's pretty gross. <laughs> it's so gross. Wow. So it's... I do want to, on one in one in one sense, look back and be grateful, because it's so easy to just get lost in the the swirl of all the commotion and stuff. 
to be thankful because I know that at the very least, even if our circumstances don't necessarily demonstrate the progress, I do think that progress is being made. Mm. And I'm not able to, in this moment on the fly, Oh, having a ring camera. Oh, yeah, having That's a ring camera. That's yeah. amazing. We've never had one. Yeah. Now, like, we know every time the wind blows or someone drops off a package, getting packages to our front door. Yeah. So, I mean, if you, can, if you couldn't hear that, there was an Amazon oh, notification yeah. saying that there was someone There motion. was a motion at the front door. Yeah. So, that, that just got set up yesterday. But keep going. No, I was going to say, living in the apartments in Korea, our packages always got dropped off to the security guard at the, you know, in the lobby. So you mm-hmm. always had to go down to retrieve your packages. That's right. And then our last place at the apartment, if it was really large, they'd drop it off in front of our door. Otherwise, our packages arrived at the clubhouse and we had to walk <coughs> over. And just taking two little kids on a stroller to go pick up packages, it was like a whole thing. Yeah. So it's either, either I would go out late at night to go pick it up after the girls are in bed or yeah. if we had enough time before the next thing that we had to do, whether it was meal time or bedtime. Yeah. If we had a little window, then we could stop by and get packages. Yeah. But now it just shows up to our front door. Yeah. It's amazing. Yes. And I feel like that's such a basic thing for a lot of people, especially if you've been in a home for a long time, but this is yeah. a huge upgrade for us. Yeah. It's yeah. massive for sure. Yeah. I mean, that's definitely one huge thing to be grateful for mm-hmm. well, of all the things yeah. that we talked about. What else about this home are you grateful for? The lighting in here. Yes. Oh my gosh. Our ceilings are so tall. Like just the stairs to go up to the second floor. We have so many windows. Mm -hmm. And the sunset you can see from here. I mean, you can kind of feel like what it was like when we were in Hawaii. Mm -hmm. When we'd see like the different colored sunsets. So it's gorgeous. Mm -hmm. And I was just telling Brandon, like if we didn't have kids and if I didn't have a black thumb, this would be the perfect place to have plants. Mm -hmm. But I just cannot manage another living thing right now. (laughs) (laughs) I just can't. Well, not with any real grace (laughs) yeah yeah but the lighting is beautiful there's so many windows in this home Mm -hmm. yeah i'm really grateful for that Mm -hmm. because i'm not much of an outdoor person but i feel like i get plenty of vitamin d in here (laughs) i don't know about that (laughs) i do yeah yeah, relatively (laughs) relative to your smeagol ways that's true what else um oh our first floor we don't have any carpet and I don't know. I, I was always kind of like weird about carpet, especially if it wasn't a brand new home. Yes. I think about the people that lived before us, right? Or the different tenants that may have lived there. And mm. we're an Asian family. We don't wear shoes in the house. So the thought of just people walking around in shoes yeah. and but having even, crawling yeah. babies yeah, on the carpet, that always weirded me out. I would say even carpet is weird. In Korea, you don't really see oh, carpet. Oh, that's true. You don't see carpet. That's true. You don't see carpet. I mean, did you have carpet growing up in, when you lived in yes. New York? Oh, you did? I did. I grew up with carpet on all floors, except for the bathroom and the kitchen. And then in our apartment, it was a brand new build. So I thought everything was going to be pristine. But then the carpet was so nasty from all the construction and renovation and stuff. Mm -hmm. So I had to, I knew to save money on getting it professionally cleaned. We bought one of those carpet mops. But once you shampoo up the carpet, it's like wet for many, many, many hours. I did it that one time and I never did it again. And so, yeah, just to be in a house where the first floor, there's no carpet. Yeah. I can see the messes easily. So it's an easier cleanup in some sense. Mm-hmm. And then upstairs we have carpet. But I think the landlord too, he, even when we, he came to show us the house, even when we met him to see the house, he was like, oh, would you guys mind taking your shoes off? So we're like, oh, that's great. We're going to assume that 
he prefers not having shoes in the house or whatever. I don't know what the old tenants were like. But anyway, I kind of like the mix of it too. I think he said he got a professional cleaned, right? He did, yeah. Oh, yeah. So it is nice. It feels nice and plush to go up to the carpet in the master, but I love that it's not on the main floor. Yes. Where the heavy traffic occurs, you know? For sure. Yeah. Yeah. I do love that as well. And then I think another thing that you're super grateful for is your our new family member. My third daughter. Third daughter. My Roomba. Yeah. So I, just for context, yesterday was Jen's birthday. So if you wanted to leave her a happy birthday note, I'm sure she'd really appreciate it. But she, you are a ripe young 38. Eight. Yes. Feeling great. Feeling great at 38. And with your birthday money, you bought... Yeah, before I received any birthday money, we were yeah. doing the calculations. I'm like, we're probably going to get this much. Yeah. I'm going to, and what's nice is, okay, so growing up, I always felt like my birthday was overshadowed by Thanksgiving because mm. it often fell on Thanksgiving Day or the day after. But I mean, as I got older, I don't really care because now as an adult, I'm like looking forward to Black Friday deals, right? Like mm. I'm making a list, like similar to my sister-in-law who has a running list of like, these are the essentials that I get anyway. Mm. So I'm gonna wait for Black Friday sales and stock up. And I've had my eye on the Roomba for a while and I've heard such polarizing things. I feel like either people love it or they're like, it's like having a blind dog or something. It can't find its way home. It doesn't really clean. It just bumps into stuff and gets stuck. And <laughs> so I've always had it in the back burner, but I've been looking into the combos where it vacuums and mops. Mm -hmm. And my plan for this home was to keep things minimal so there isn't a bunch of clutter. And at night, it's really just me putting up the dining chairs onto the dining table and then just like picking up a few things off the floor. And then there's not many obstacles for the Roomba to do its thing. And it has been glorious. Like it vacuums, like one side vacuums and the other side mops. And it just mapped my whole floor and... It's great. Yeah, because I think, uh, well, first of all, when we moved in, we were hoping that oh, our movers... Oh, my gosh. Well, okay, before the movers came, oh. luckily, we had like a week, not layover, what's that? Overlay. Overlay? So we had... Overlap. Overlap, sorry, overlap. So we left our apartment, and then our lease wasn't going to end for another week. And then midway was when we were able to move into this house. So we had time to come and like start unloading a few things and cleaning the floor. And I vacuumed and steam up the entire floor. That's right. Waiting for our stuff to arrive. Yeah. But then when the movers got here, it was against our company's policy to remove their shoes or wear shoe covers. Yeah. So the floors got so gross again. Yeah. And we have Izzy who mouths everything, but now she just like straight up lays on the floor face down and just licks the floor. Yeah, she makes out with it, yeah. So I'm like, oh my gosh. And I want to do maintenance clean. And obviously even my Roomba, it mops, but it's not like a disinfectant deep clean. I'll still want to steam mop here and there, but just to have someone else clean for me yeah. every night while I'm doing other things, yeah. I'm so thankful. It goes, Emmy goes, who's your little sister? She goes, Izzy. Who's your other little sister? Esme. Esme is the name of our Roomba. Yeah. Esme Roomba Rogers. Yeah. Um, but yeah, cleaning is Jen's love language. She is, I wouldn't say borderline OCD. I would say borderline, borderline OCD. Okay, so what I also <laughs> want to add to that is I don't love cleaning. Uh. I love the result of cleaning. I feel like some people enjoy cleaning. I don't necessarily enjoy cleaning. I enjoy organizing and tidying. 
there's a difference. I love the results of a clean home, yes. but I don't love cleaning, which is why if I can outsource something like vacuuming and mopping, yeah. that makes me so happy. That makes a lot of sense because you get really upset when things go from clean to less clean. <laughs> Not even dirty, but just clean to less clean. Yeah, like any level of departure from what you perceive to be clinical sanit sanitization. <laughs> It's very upsetting to you. you well, even more than that, I think my bigger pet peeve is when things are not in their place. And I feel like that goes to speak to my organization thing. I like everything to have its home mm -hmm. and I like for things to be where they're supposed to be. So I don't spend time looking for it. Yeah. And, you know, the reason I have homes for things is so that I can just beeline to it and then grab it. Mm -hmm. So I feel like more than dirty. Yes. When things are less clean, it bothers me. But mm -hmm. when I can't find something that's much more of a pet peeve. Wouldn't yes. you agree? No, I can't say that I agree. Yes, because I, I even with your... Emmy, no, even with Emmy, if she wants something, I'm like, okay, you can have it as long as you put it back after. And she's constantly asking me, where is this? Where is that? I'm like, you got to keep track of your stuff. I don't know, babe. You like triple bag our meat at the grocery store, even though it's fully wrapped and possibly okay. Okay, I, I mean... double bag it and it's usually because... If you double bag open package meat, which have leaked on me, right? It can still leak out. So I put a bag on the other side. Yeah, so that way the, both ends yeah, are covered. You double bag it. And then when we get to the checkout line, well, they're they like, ask, do you want do you bags want, for me? And then you're like, yes, that's want, triple bagging. No, do you want a separate bag for your meat apart from all the other groceries? And our grocery store always asks. So I'm like, yes, why not? Yeah, and then I contain it. it. No, I don't do the third one. I just double bag it. I would and say, then no, thank you. It's already take... double bagged. But you're like... <laughs> Hmm, another bag. Sounds like a good idea. <laughs> Just for the meat. I'm weird about meat juice, raw meat juice. Anyway, exhibit A in terms of it's not just about things being in place, right? It's just any perception of something dirty touching something and you get real riled up and need to like put a condom on everything so that <laughs> it doesn't, you know, transmit its whatever standards it's called standards, it's called standards like i would yes. never put an amazon package on our dining table yeah no yeah sure i mean i get that at some level but i mean you don't even like it on certain places to sit for example or i don't know anyway so, so i love my vacuum yes room all now. this to mm -hmm. say that was my birthday present yeah yeah and then the other thing that i love is brandon surprised me with um a, a mini theragun Mm. Their guns, a massage gun. We've had one. We have a Hypervolt. Yeah. Had for many years. It's like, was that the first generation that came out or something? Oh, so it wasn't the first generation, but it was the first one that was, because I think Theragun came out first, as far as I know. And then Hypervolt came out. And the reason I got that one was because it was quieter than oh, the Theragun. Okay. Well, it's like trying to massage yourself with a brick. It is so heavy. It's pretty heavy. And, it's and every time I have knots and stuff, which I always do. Yeah. Brandon's always telling me to use the hyperbole and I'm like, I'm okay. I'll only use it if I sit on the floor, like in front of the couch and Brandon's sitting on the couch and he massages me with it. Yeah. But I hated doing it myself because it was, and, it was and so heavy. For those of you that are just hopping in, I mean, this is really important because in general, Jen's posture mm -hmm. is not great, mm -hmm. especially around the neck. Mm -hmm. And then our kids have been heavy, both of them, yeah, like 90th totally plus percentile blame you for that. in weight. And they just keep Big getting kids. bigger. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, I'll take <laughs> partial credit for that. Maybe 50%. But 50? <laughs> okay, fine. They got that from me. But 
the point is she goes through seasons of like if she needs to carry them too much her jaw will come out of alignment so she can't really clench and and close her jaw all the way and it's all related to the neck and shoulder and how all that connects and the posture and whatnot so she gets these knots deep in her shoulder and that's what affects her jaw and unless she can relieve those knots whether i'm massaging it or use the hypervolt it's hard for her to restore that that function Mm -hmm. (laughs) so anyway that's the importance of it and now you have this sleek ultra portable oh my gosh it's so small yeah and you would think it's not as powerful as the original theragun i mean i i've used the theragun here and there i can't really do a direct comparison but it's amazing yeah and it's so small so it just lives in my diaper bag and i'll use it in the car i'll use it because izzy She's still not walking yet, and I'm carrying her constantly. So when I take her to PT, physical therapy, I'm sitting there like massaging myself. And it added some weight to my diaper bag, but it's been so amazing. And it's so pretty. It's like this desert rose color. You did a great job with (laughs) the color. But that's been amazing. Those two have been like highlights. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's crazy because it's, I mean, just because it's smaller. I, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure that the regular one probably is more powerful. And I think that's just a testament to how far this tech has come because the hypervolt, I don't, I don't see, oops, okay. I don't see that much of a difference in terms of power, but man, the fact that you can just chuck it in a bag, it wasn't that expensive. I remember the hypervolt was like 400 when I got yeah. it. And then this, this portable one is 150. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if it was cause it was black Friday or near black Friday, but 150 to like restore your a working jaw. <laughs> <laughs> Easy price to pay, I would say. Oh, yeah. I've had like more expensive massages that didn't give me the relief that I needed. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah, Because I paid for them. We paid for a massage recently to try to do that. And it didn't really do much. But Mm -hmm. this will get to the the trouble spot right away. (laughs) Unbelievable. So it's been all about me. What about you, huh? Uh -huh. What are your weird quirks? and? (laughs) Oh, so... Another thing that I'm grateful for about having a new home is that we have our own little backyard. It's not much. Mm-hmm. And it's, oh. yeah, we were hoping for a home that had a kind of a flatter and flatter yard so that Emmy and Izzy can go, but also we can hopefully one day set up some swings or slide. a slide mm-hmm. or whatever. But we have a decent amount of yard space. It's on a slope, so I don't know if we're going to be able to do all that stuff. But the fact that we have that, first of all, is great. We also have a nice little patio area, which we had in our apartment, but but in the apartment, they have really strict, very strict rules about like not even an electric grill. Yeah. You couldn't even leave your kids bikes and stuff on the balcony. They're like, you can't, no garbage. Yeah. Yeah. Even string lights they were weird about. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a few podcasts ago. I remember sharing a story about lusting over a Traeger Mm. grill. Because I didn't know what it was. I've seen the brand everywhere, but I didn't realize the mechanics of it. Because I used to have a gas grill, which I was like, okay, well, this is cool. And then I added like a smoker box where you can throw some wood chips in there to get some smoke. With the convenience of the gas grill, you can still have the the taste of a charcoal grill, for example. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that's that's pretty cool. But it's kind of annoying. But now you have brands like Traeger, where it's an electric grill. Right, so you don't have to worry about gas, mm-hmm. and you just chuck pellets in there, and then it'll do its thing and create the smoke. And so it's like another step up above what I thought was the best mm-hmm. in terms of convenience and flavor. Now, 
I was much as I was lusting over it, I couldn't get it in the last place, even if at the time I had the means. But now we have a, a great little patio set up. And after doing some more research, there are some other brands, of course. And so I actually ended up getting a, a what do they call these? A pellet grill. Mm. I got a pellet grill from this company called Z Grills. It was, according to my research, it doesn't have all the bells and whistles. Like Traeger's cool because you got like a app where you can manage the heat mm. and all that from the comfort of your wherever. Mm. <laughs> so this one doesn't have that, but functions great. It's, it's more affordable and the quality is there apparently. And what was really cool about this is I used my birthday money and this is what we we're using to do the calculations. That's true. Yeah. Cause Brandon's birthday was earlier in November, yeah. November 2nd. And then and he I'm, got a certain amount uh-huh. and then he, you got the grill. So I was like, Oh, I'll probably get a similar amount. Yes, exactly. I can get the Roomba. Yeah. So I got, I went to Z grills website and they have this really cool thing. I mean, I'm sure it, it it's apparently it exists in like makeup brands and all that stuff, but it's a mystery box. So it was really cool cause they, you get, so if you buy the mystery box, it's $400, but you can randomly get one of five grills. One, like the Mac daddy of that deal is you get like a $700 grill, which is larger and probably has more stuff. And then the other four grills are the more entry level, like $530, um, price point grills mm-hmm. but you just don't get to choose so if you're happy with any of this, this is a great deal because you get a, a cheaper price for any of the entry level ones but then you have the you chance, have the chance. Okay. so it's really smart i liked it it was fun and i didn't end up getting the 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 700 one but anyway i i bought that and i set it up and i've grilled out on it a few times and there's definitely a learning curve a little bit to work it so that it's more sustainable because there is some cleaning you still have to like vacuum out the ash and mm-hmm. make sure that the the what do they call that whatever it catches like the the drip tray you have to make sure that's pretty clean and mm-hmm. stuff but overall i'm still very excited about it because it does taste really good to mm-hmm. just throw i mean because we were grilling frozen hamburgers just in the oven for not grilling but cooking it in the oven for a long time but this will basically serve as the same function but it does add a lot of flavor to it mm-hmm. so it just makes meal prep and just having food at home Oh, and our girls love meat. They so. do. Yeah. That's probably it's why they're so big. <laughs> it's stupid big. So mm-hmm. that was definitely a huge one for me. So I love having this little back, uh, you know, I want to go out more. I mean, it just, it's unfortunate that like, as we moved in here, it just did start getting, getting a little cold, little cold yeah. but I eventually want to get into grounding. Have you heard of grounding? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think Melissa, our friend mm-hmm. from school. Well, Emmy school, she's talked about it, but I'm hearing more about it and how important it is to get grounded. Mm-hmm. Apparently it does something to like your blood to allow that to flow better. It polarizes it or something like that. Yeah. I had a coworker tell me yeah. years ago in Korea mm-hmm. that one of the best things you can do after you travel, especially if there's a huge time difference yeah. to combat um, jet lag yeah. is to just walk around barefoot on grass. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, I wouldn't think so, but I guess it makes sense. I mean, for a long time, we were always connected to the ground, but now we are never connected to the Mm -hmm. ground. And I mean, it it is surprising to hear that there would be some sort of property that transfers just from being connected. But that and like getting sun, like actual sunlight, babe. (laughs) I do get actual. Do you know how many windows are in this house? 
I'm already thinking about how many blinds to clean. Yeah, it's bright in here, but that direct sunlight, you're never so in it. Much. Oh, if I go up the stairs enough times, I'm in direct sunlight. Oh, you don't do that very often. <laughs> but anyway, apparently those two things are so overlooked. Mm. But, I mean, there's like a an epidemic of just lack of vitamin D. Mm -hmm. And then I don't even, I've just begun to look at this whole grounding thing, but... Eventually, I do want to work a routine in where the kids and I, in the mornings, maybe we go out barefoot and we're mm -hmm. in the sun a little bit mm -hmm. and we're getting our feet. Mm -hmm. I wish our grass was better. Mm -hmm. Our grass is a kind of little spotty mm -hmm. and kind of not like park it's grass. Okay, that'll be our next house. Yeah, next, next house. Next upgrade. Yeah. We have plenty of room for upgrades here. but <clears throat> So that's something that I'm forward-looking grateful for, even though we haven't taken advantage of it yet. Yeah. But it's cool, man. Yeah, our master bedroom is huge. That's true. Right now, it's massive. like four people can comfortably do yoga oh. around our bed. Mm. Like our king size bed looks like a twin now. <laughs> yeah, Amy, our sister, my sister in law, yeah. our sister in law, yeah. she was commenting about how your like your bed looks like a kid's bed. Now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the biggest bed we've ever had. We've never had a king until we got to Austin. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and it's starting to feel small because Emmy's been sleeping in our bed mm -hmm. regularly mm -hmm. and. The girl just does not know how to, like... She sleeps perpendicular. Every time. Yeah, I think it's a toddler thing, because my best friend Jess was saying how yeah. her her child sleeps with them, too, and he sleeps totally across. Like, yeah. their feet are on someone at some point, you know? Yeah. yeah, I guess it's like, when you're a kid, it doesn't... There's not, like, an orientation, yeah. right, that is appropriate. Mm -hmm. It's just a bed, mm -hmm. and you do what's comfortable. Mm -hmm. And so, mm -hmm. I think we only notice it when it's taking up the perpendicular space mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. it's very interesting to mm -hmm. think about that but another thing i'm grateful for is with this new setup is before when we were in our apartment we had one room that was izzy's oh, yeah. slash the office well originally it was the guest originally. room slash yeah. office that's right guest room slash office and then it became guest room slash izzy's room and i moved my office into the master bedroom, master bedroom. but now we have a guest room that's basically getting no action right now yeah. Uh, we haven't even looked at it to set it up. Yeah. And then we have three bedrooms upstairs. I have a laundry room. I know. Room. You're, oh, I, know you're, okay. I figured this would okay. inspire that. Yeah, but go. Anyway, so oh, now we have... How did I forget that? I know. We have a big master. We have an office now. Next which is, door. Yeah, next, next door, door to the master. Yeah. And then we have the girls' room. And we had, we had big worries about that because Izzy, she's, she's now become a good sleeper. But she does this weird thing either for both naps, not as consistently with naps, but like even at night, although I haven't heard it recently, but generally we put her down at like seven forty-five, eight, eight. Mm -hmm. and an hour, hour and a half later, she wakes up crying mm -hmm. for, and she cries for maybe a couple, couple minutes, minutes. Mm -hmm. but it's like crying hard yeah, and then she falls back asleep. Yeah. And then no peep from her until the next morning. Yeah. And it's like clockwork mm -hmm. every day mm -hmm. until recently. I don't know. I haven't heard her at night. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's because we live in a mansion. <laughs> but my worry was that, okay, well, we're going to try to sleep the girls together. What if this wakes up Emmy? Mm -hmm. And because Emmy has been sleeping in her bed, we haven't tested the nighttime mm -hmm. theory yet. Mm -hmm. But you have been napping them together. Yes. So why don't you tell us about that? Oh, yeah. So I've been taking them up for naps because they nap at the same time now. Yeah. They are so good at napping. They nap from like one thirty to like four. They get that from you. <laughs> they get they might get my size from me, but they get They're like great sleepers. Yeah. yeah. And I also nap that time too. So the three of us nap. And I think uh, yesterday was the first time where 
Izzy actually did start crying in the middle of a nap. She doesn't really cry during nap time. Yeah. And I like in panic mode started checking the monitor to see if it woke Emmy up. But Emmy was just sleeping. And she's under strict rules now too where in the past I think one time I put Izzy down and then she started crying. And then Emmy started crying. And then I think Izzy was like, oh my gosh, someone else is in this room with me. Because Izzy's crib still has the blackout tent over it. So yeah. there's still like visual separation for them, even though they're in the same room. But yesterday was the first time where Izzy was crying and Emmy was still deep asleep. So I'm just crossing my fingers that she's just kind of going through what I've heard about other toddlers, where sometimes they can just sleep through anything. But our kids have always slept well with like darkness and white noise. And we don't have blackout curtains in their bedroom. So for Emmy, as bright as it is during the day with the blinds closed, and it didn't wake her up. So I'm like, that's amazing. Yeah, that's one worry that we haven't fully tested it yet, but yeah. I think we don't have to worry about as much. And the other one was, I was worried that if she wakes up and then Emmy reacts, then Izzy's going to get more riled exactly. up and not fall asleep. And, and so then that's one that, that would I'm, ruin our sleep too. Yes. Yeah. So we're still testing that one out, but... Yeah. I think I have high hopes because Emmy has been quite good about even when she wakes up during nap times and she's been awake, she, we, we tell her like, Hey, don't make noise. You know, you can come out. Just yeah, be if quiet. It, Izzy doesn't stop crying. She's allowed to leave her room. Yeah. But if Izzy just cries for a little bit, just lay there and wait for Izzy to calm down. Cause she will. Yeah. So, so what's nice is that she's old enough now to understand mm -hmm. and follow through with that. Mm -hmm. So I appreciate that a lot. Mm -hmm. So I think, as much as that one worried me, yeah. I think we're good. Yeah. So the next step from there is to get Izzy out of her crib. We want to get yeah. bunk beds for the girls. Yeah. But right now, I just don't think Izzy can sleep in a bed that's not a crib. Because I can see her totally crawling out and then going to the door and just crying until someone comes to get her. That's true. So that's another evolution. That's which true. You know, I think the next step is to remove the blackout tent. Mm. And I want Izzy to be like, okay, Emmy's sleeping there, but this is time to sleep. I don't know how when that's going to happen either. Yeah. It's a huge step. It's a huge step. And I, I think we'll see signs with, I mean, let's talk about Izzy's improvement so far. Yeah. So I mean, wait, before we do, yeah. so we have the master, Oh, yes. we have the office, mm -hmm. we have the girl's bedroom. And this is all on the second floor, which is amazing. Cause if we do have guests, they have their own space in like one part of the house where there's a full bathroom and a full guest room. Mm -hmm. So upstairs we have that. And then right in between the office and the girl's room is my very own laundry room. <laughs> And not just like a little space just for the washer and dryer like we've had. Mm. It's, an, it's a room. Mm. I've got storage cabinets. There's a window in there. Mm -hmm. There's enough room to put out. Um, we have a table there where I can fold laundry. Mm -hmm. We have a laundry rack for those, things, for those items of clothing that can't go in the dryer. Mm. I have a whole door organization thing with like all my laundry mesh bags. I have a roll of toilet paper to clean the lint filter. Like it is so glorious and it's right across from the girls bathroom they also have their own bathroom with the double sinks yes that's right and so bath time it's so easy their clothes go in the hamper it's right there <laughs> it's like two steps away yeah. and just you know having everything upstairs yeah. is amazing because yeah. stairs was another thing we had to get used to like i would leave something in the master mm -hmm. and i'd be in the kitchen like my phone mm -hmm. like oh my gosh it's so far and if I have like two needy children with me, going all the way upstairs to get something is a trip, right? Yeah. And so, where was I going with that? Oh, just not having to carry laundry. If our machines were down here, I would have to transport things up and down, like yeah. dirty laundry down and then clean laundry up. And it's been so nice. 
that's the thing about this place is that it's a newer build, but it's not, it's not, it's definitely not like a home that was built for quality. I mean, it still feels like the, in terms of quality, it feels still like the apartments that we lived in mm-hmm. last place where it just, it was, I don't want to say cheaply made, but it was more, it's a more economical mm-hmm. solution. Mm-hmm. But one thing that I think I can appreciate about, especially this new build is the layout, mm-hmm. like in terms of the layout, just having all the windows for lighting, the higher ceilings on the first floor, the laundry room upstairs, and those like creature comforts, it's really good. Oh yeah, and then this layout apparently is pretty unique because most Texas homes, the master's on the first floor. Yes, that's right. And all the other rooms are upstairs. And so this was very unique. Yeah. Yeah, to have like guest quarters kind of separate from everything else. Yeah, but it makes so much sense like because then the guests can come and just not feel like they're in anyone's space and yet they have such access to I mean they'll have to travel to get to my laundry room but it's okay (laughs) that's true but that's not as big of a a thing right yeah but that's the only thing I'm saying yeah that's the only thing that might be a little bit of an inconvenience for guests but otherwise it's amazing Mm. yeah I'm very grateful yeah I love it we're so happy yeah so that I mean that's that's partially why we've been absent mm-hmm. is the move. But the other part is like there was some sickness involved. and Oh, yeah. My voice is still gone. Yeah. I mean, not fully back, I should say. Yeah, sick yeah. on and off for like a month or so. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and just even oh, there was another house that I really wanted. And mm-hmm. then at the last minute, it fell through. Mm-hmm. And so we had one day where our realtor, our friend, she showed us like six or seven houses in one go. We were just like going, going, and we were just house hunting, and we finally found this one, and it, everything worked out. Mm. So there's just been a lot going on. Big transition. Yeah. Well, before we wrap up, let's. Do you want to share some Izzy updates? And- Izzy, as many of you know, she is a special needs child, not because she was born that way, but because she contracted bacterial meningitis and had very. I mean, I would say any damage to the brain is pretty severe, but like pretty severe brain damage to her front left side temporal lobe. Right side. No. Right side. Yes, right, because she has left side motor control issues. And long story short, she is recovering from that, and we're thrilled about her progress because with brain damage, it's just hard to tell exactly how bad it's going to be. You know, when, the, when we were in the hospital, they were afraid that she might have been a total care baby based on the amount of damage they saw on the the M- MRIs. Yeah, and a total care baby is basically she wouldn't be able to do anything for herself. Yeah, she vegetable. A vegetable is the kind of crude way of saying that. Mm. So she'd have a feeding tube in her stomach and we'd have to turn, turn her, her and just keep her mobile so that she doesn't get like bed sores. And But she wouldn't be able to do anything besides just live, mm-hmm. right? So she's not that. Mm-hmm. Not at all. Mm-hmm. She's, I mean, she crawls fast. She is very particular and... She's gotten better at signing. She's gotten better. So, I mean, that's the thing. She is definitely hitting some milestones, but it's hard to tell because her left side motor control issues we know is directly from the brain damage. So we know like what her hand should be able to do. Mm -hmm. And we're like, okay, well, we know what it's affecting. And so Mm -hmm. we have to work on this physically. Mm -hmm. But in terms of her just overall mental development, Mm -hmm. it's so hard. Because, I mean, in general, like, kids develop in their own time. And my nephew, he didn't really talk until after two. So there's a big, large gap. And Emmy was so fast. I mean, she was signing and talking, like, before one, probably. Or at least saying some words around one. Whereas 
Izzy, she knows no, but I don't know how much of it is is like from the brain damage and how much of it is just the fact that she's a different child and like she learns at a different pace. Mm -hmm. So that's always like for me the hardest part. Oh, and the fact that we're like, she knows how to sign this, but she chooses not to. Or she's like, yeah, I hear you, but I'm not going to respond. Or she doesn't (laughs) care to think to the next step to pick the right sign because right. most signs are just arms failing <laughs> right we're like oh you want to drink oh you want up oh you're all done but yeah. they all look very similar very similar and yeah. i think we know enough now to see the, the like uh, nuances in her yeah. flail yeah. when she wants different things but yeah she still throws signs around in the wrong context she's still doing more when she wants up or something like that yeah but, she loves to give the finger to people oh yeah her favorite <laughs> finger i mean because yeah, in terms of development, like one of the milestones is using the pincer, pincer. grasp. But this girl, instead of using Straight this, she up, goes yeah. first first finger and middle finger. Oh, yeah. And that middle finger is always the one poking yeah. at the ketchup. She loves sauces, so she likes to dip her middle finger and then yeah. flick you off while she's enjoying yeah, the sauce. Yeah, and she's just sucking on that one. And so <laughs> <sighs> it is hilarious. It's very cute. It's very cute. But also frustrating, too, where we're like, Izzy, what are you saying? What do you yeah. want? Yeah. Yeah. So part of me is kind of like, yo, get with it. And the other part of me is like, can you get with it? Is (laughs) that possible Possible. for you? We don't know. And I think we've, we've at some level come to terms with it and I'm not as broken up about the possibility that she can't get with it, but she's funny. The other day, this is the story I was trying to tell is they're in this new place. The, the cans we have above our drink fridge, in our old place, she couldn't really access them. But mm-hmm. here she can. And so she, for the first couple of days, was reaching for them and just ch- throwing it around. The and sparkling water them. cans. Yeah, the yeah. Sparkling. And basically, we had to lay down the boundary and say, no, don't touch it. Mm-hmm. And she knew not to touch it. And there was this one time when she was doing her thing, making out with the fridge. <laughs> and then she goes up and climbs up, stands up, and then looks to the side to see if anybody's looking because she was about to reach for a can and she saw me watch her she looked at it and she she rolled her eyes the other way yeah she didn't roll her eyes but she like pretended like she didn't see or something (laughs) you know and then sat down and then went and did something else so i mean that really does it's so comical and it does give me hope that she is with it mm-hmm. and she just doesn't care to do things mm-hmm. sometimes mm-hmm. so I, I did want to share that happy fun story because Ugh. it and is the thing progress with her too it's like i felt like i had no issues being a disciplinarian with emmy mm-hmm. but with izzy i'll be like no and even with the sternest face she just looks at me and starts smiling and i can't help mm. but crack up into a <laughs> smile like i cannot That's discipline true. her yeah she does not in the way that I feel is effective anyway. Like she's just like not scared of stuff, even like loud voices or like firmness. Um, yeah. A lot of times she'll be like not affected by that. Yeah. <laughs> no fear of that girl. No. Yeah. Oh, and yet, and then yet the scariest of cats ever, right? Cause when we went, took her to church, I mean, she still holds the record for the baby that has, how do I say this? Like taking the longest to adjust. Yes. So for probably two, at least two months, every Sunday, she would go and cry most of the time. Yeah. Cause we drop her off at children's ministry so that we can go to service and we're like, they're like, don't worry, she'll get it. They all do. And then every week they're like, nope, Izzy still holds the record for not (laughs) calming down. (laughs) But good thing is, is that we went back after all this transition to church on Sunday and she was awesome. Yeah. She cried for like when we handed her off, she didn't cry. 
And then she cried maybe as we were passing by the room. She didn't see us, but she was crying, realizing I that, heard her. Yeah. And then apparently after that, she was great. She was going up mm. to people, hanging out and stuff. So she's she's getting it. Yeah. Yeah, she's, she's progressing and she's so heavy and cute. <laughs> Very heavy. Yeah. Very cute. So yeah, we do hope that she'll learn to walk soon because her standing's pretty great. Mm-hmm. Her ankle's looking really crappy. Yeah, her left ankle, it collapses a lot because yeah. of the poor muscle tone. Yeah, the way that it affects her left side is that she has a hard time I think they, they call it externally rotating. So like bringing your hand, like a pinky in and up, I mean like that's kind of hard. And then her left foot, she only presses down with her toe really. Mm. Her pinky side doesn't really press down as much. Mm. So that's why her ankle collapses, collapses. inwards. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it affects external rotation. I mean, I think there's some kind of phenomena there. The PT, we're starting going back to that again. And she prescribed an orthotic. Mm-hmm, which is like a brace for the ankle yeah. that she would wear in a shoe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So hopefully that'll help. Yeah. Yeah. But that girl wants to move so bad. She does. Yeah. Yeah. That's why she always comes to me and basically wants me to like chuck her around, around, Mm -hmm. throw her Mm -hmm. and swing her. Like she wants me for the comfort. But then as soon as she knows you're available, she wants you because I don't chuck her around. Yeah. I would like dislocate my head. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. That's true. But I think it is time to wrap up. You have to. Oh. I don't know how much napping you'll get done, but I hope you get some of it. But anyway. This is my nap time. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you to those of you that have come with us this Mm -hmm. far. We do love conversing with you. We love it when you leave comments. Mm -hmm. And hopefully more people will be able to see something written that I put out Mm -hmm. along with this podcast. But otherwise, we hope you had a happy Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. Happy holiday. Yeah. Please leave us maybe what you were thankful for in the past Mm -hmm. month or over the Thanksgiving holiday. Or maybe even a cool purchase that you had that we should hear about. Mm -hmm. And we will definitely be responding, which reminds me, I don't think I responded to a comment a lot in the last video, but I will do that. And have a good day. See you next time. Bye. Bye.